listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Awkward After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Awkward After Show. Oh, applause. Thank you. I live for the applause. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's AfterBuzz TV's Awkward After Show. I'm Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight, I have the lovely Jason Eichler. Here I am. And sorry about it, but Jason is going to explain where Christina is tonight. Christina went on an ecstasy binge last night, and so unfortunately, she couldn't make it into the studio today. She's still recovering. We miss you, Christina. Get well soon. We miss, we miss you, and our prayers are with you and your family at this time. Um, yeah, help. <laughs> it's season three, episode 15 and 16, special hour-long episode of Awkward. A very special episode of Awkward. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. And less than hero. So let's get into it. Let's get into this ass video <laughs> Woo! you just had to say it first didn't I know. you you just couldn't let me say any it. any opportunity i get to sin i take okay i'll let you have that one i won't say what i was gonna say so we start the episode off and jenna and colin are making out in the sanctuary where all the low lives and losers hang out and potheads and since they're totally part of the pothead crew um, well, it's kind of funny because we've seen Jenna go on this journey from loser to cool kid, now back to loser almost, because she has nowhere she can be in school with her boyfriend. But she's kind of a cool loser because, you know, she's more of a pothead loser, where before yeah, that's true. she was a no-name loser. Like, no one who knew it's who cool. Was. It's cool to do drugs. <laughs> not saying that, but maybe. <laughs> um, so anyway, I love the whole... Um, scene here because you know she can't go anywhere else with her friends and in her little voiceover she's talking about how her and colin have been with each other for a while now and they don't need to dtr because that's just for the lamos and and when she said that i turned to jason and I go foreshadow it's interesting because i think maybe in her mind she's thinking like i just got out of this other relationship and even though she's so far up colin's butt she's probably like i shouldn't be in another relationship right away and that's why she's not even talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if she's secretly scared that he, which we find out later in the second episode, doesn't want to be exclusively with her. And I think she probably subconsciously knows that. Right now she's trying to be what she thinks he wants her to be. And so she's trying to be, you know, the cool girl who's down for anything, down to try all these new things and be a pothead. And it's not really Jenna. She's just acting out and rebelling. And eventually it will come back and bite her. Well, and the thing for me is I don't think the thing she's actually doing, like the pot and the Adderall. I, I mean, I'm not saying they're good things, but I'm saying a lot of kids experiment with those things. It's a normal thing. I think it's the way she's treating her friends and the way she's treating her family that's bad. I also don't think that 16-year-olds should be experimenting. No, I know, but I'm... In this I, way. If she was in I college, it's something I 16 different. Were, that were doing that. Yeah, and they were always the screw-ups. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, 
I mean, she's a 16 year old who's doing all these bad things. She, people have a right to be, you know, concerned about her and all that stuff. Um, so we get into Mr. Hart's class and he starts telling them about Exterior, the magazine, um, that is going to be published this semester and how all of them have to do an essay to submit. And it's the theme is heroes and villains. Um, but before we can get really into that, Val barges into the classroom and it's like, Hey, I want to win this video contest, and if the winner gets a nurse for a month... Because she doesn't want to lose her job. Yeah, she's trying to stay relevant. You know, they're that's what a lot of teachers do. I know I have a lot of friends who are teachers at high schools, and, you know, not only do they teach English, but they are the cheer coach and the track coach and all these other little stipend positions because, you know, if you make yourself necessary, then the chances of you getting laid off are lower, which is a horrible thing, and it sucks that that's happening in California to our teachers. We're getting really deep. I mean, just a side note, you know, they are shaping the future of America. Just saying. Um, So she convinces Mr. Hart to let her steal the class to write and produce this video, uh, um, an ass, if you will, an after-school special. Which I don't know if you remember these I've and how never, corny they used to be. Oh my! I don't gosh. think I've ever actually seen one. This is the first after-school special I've ever watched. Oh my gosh! But I thought it was amazing. After-school specials are amazing. And what are we gonna do about Jenny? What are we gonna do about Jenny? Of course, Sadie comes up with the whole idea, um, and. It's basically Jenna's story. Well, and I feel like what I love the most about Sadie is that she's just brutally mean. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And I love that normally Sadie would be like, school project, not for me, stupid. But I can take this and make a video (laughs) to traumatize Jenna. To embarrass her a little bit more. And I think it's so funny when she's playing her (laughs) because it's so accurate. It is accurate with the side pony and everything, the side braid. Um, Jenna gets out of this by telling Val that her mom threw out her back. Um, and she, of course Val, Val thinks it's because of sex. It's because of sex. She lists some sex positions that it possibly was. Okay. The, the pile driver. Wait, what is the, are we going to talk about what these mean? Okay. Well, I looked, I looked them up and two of them I don't feel comfortable with sharing. Which one? I'll Google it. It's the pile driver and the backwards jellyfish. <laughs> The Dirty Santa Claus, I had also never heard of before. I've heard of a Dirty is that Sanchez. No, I mean, the <laughs> only thing on the Dirty Santa Claus I could find, where is my notes? Wait, what is it called? The jellyfish? The, yeah, the jellyfish. And then you have to just imagine it backwards. Um, but the Dirty Santa Claus, I found on Urban Dictionary, it's a Dirty Santa Claus seat warmer. And that's when one person sits on another person's lap while on a toilet and defecates through their legs and tells them what they want for Christmas, which is just disgusting and quite disturbing. All at the same time, Jason's not even listening oh, to me right now. Oh, because the jellyfish is a difficult version of the bookend's position. The man and woman together do a rocking motion to gain m- movement during penetration. <laughs> so you learn something new on awkward every time. Every time. What's the other one? Do we want to know, or should we move on? I think people can look that up on the okay. Own. The the pile driver was what she said. <laughs> um. So <laughs> what I love about Val is that everything she does has a purpose. She has her six steps to an ass video, which I she only made it to explaining one of them, but I wrote them all down. Number one: establish a problem for the main character. Number two, her friends are bamboozled. (laughs) Step three, the jolly moment. Step four, the tragic event. 
Step five, the subject hits rock bottom. And number six, help arrives. I love how nobody in the class got it. And then she's like, it's like a teen lifetime movie. And they're like, oh. Oh, now I get it. Um, so, yeah. And then she gets um, Tamara, Ming, and Jake involved because they're all concerned about Jenna and how are we going to help Jenna. So she casts them in her movie. And the whole time this is going on, Val does not realize that any of this is about Jenna. Which I was actually surprised because she's so intuitive into what's going on with all the high school drama and mm-hmm. all the kids. And I thought for sure she would be like, oh, this is about Jenna. Let's go with it. Like, I didn't think she would shut it down. Yeah. But it was kind of funny. Like, it was at the very end when she when realized. When she finally, when it clicks in her head. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. It's about my girl Jenna. So then they make Jenna get involved, though, because... Because her mom finds out. They see... I know she harping on herself this season for being a bad parent but she's actually kind of putting her foot down a lot she is she's doing a great job i think um you know she finds out that jenna was you know lying to val about things so she drags her down to the school and makes her participate tells val like oh yeah i made a miraculous recovery she's all yours and that's when jenna finds out that they're making a thing about her and they have this huge blowout on camera, where they're improving the scene. <laughs> That's and- what Val thinks. And I love that it makes it into the final cut of the episode, too, which makes no sense <laughs> because the fake Jenna, Jenny, is having this breakdown. And then at the same time, the real Jenna is supposed to be intervening with Jenny, but she's having a breakdown. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think you need problem need us to be worried about you at all. You're doing fine. And maybe it's none of our business what you're doing. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, Jenna, if you could just hear yourself Do you know talk. what's weird, though? Because she... I, I know everybody's been blaming Colin for her downward spiral. But I don't think Colin's changed any. I think Colin's being who he is. And I think she is not a strong enough person... I think she's shaping herself to her boyfriend, boyfriend, which isn't to say it's his fault, but he's also allowing it to happen. And I don't think that we knew that Colin was this much of a bad boy. No, we didn't. At at first. I don't think the writers knew. Yeah, I think that. I think they, I'm assuming when they were doing the writing, like Jenna, they knew they wanted Jenna to take a turn for the worse Mm -hmm. and she was going to be with Colin. And so then, because they kind of built Colin up to be this perfect dream guy yeah, who's he was really a nice smart guy. and witty, and now he's got kind of this like edgier, edgier like, oh, sexual I'm, side. Yeah, I'm sexual. I, I do experiment drugs. with drugs, and I'm so. But I don't think cool. like I don't think he's let her on in any way. I think she's naive. Yeah, but I also think that I don't know if it's a character choice on I don't know who's to blame for this because we didn't see this side of Colin ever. It could have been a side of himself that he wasn't really sharing with Jenna until they got into the relationship, But at the same too. time, he's still being... He's telling her, hey, your essay's cruel. Yes, it's also beautifully written, but it's cruel. And I think she... I think because she was sneaking around with him in the first place. Yeah, so he was wonder, over at her house until yeah. 3 a.m. So I wonder if this is who he always thought she was, this crazy party girl, and she's really not. She's... she's I, mean, I know. He's giving her caffeine pills or, like, Adderall to give her energy, and he's sneaking over. He knows that she's grounded. He's encouraging her to leave the house. And yeah, I mean, so but what? that's normal. I mean, it's normal, but also it's normal to just be like, yeah, it sucks that you're grounded, but, like, But at the same we'll time, it's not like it. she's ever listened to her. I, I blame her for everything. I don't... Well, I mean, I don't blame her. Wait, I don't blame him for everything, but I... 
I think they're both at fault. I think, but he's not doing anything. He's not the one that's grounded. He's not, you know what I mean? He should be. Where are his parents? I don't know. He should be grounded. He should be on the same level. He's he's okay. I mean, let's talk about the fact that she ran out after the big fight on camera to go light up at school. No, no, no. I think she's an idiot. At the school, in the hallway, Maddie is walking by. I love that Maddie caught her, too. Yeah, if if she hadn't have been such an asshole to Maddie in the first place, when she's like, what, are you going to lecture me, too? Yeah. He would have warned her, hey, Val's behind you. Instead, he chuckles and goes, no, walks away, and Val walks up. It's like, you're suspended. And then Jenna gets all mad at Val and takes it out on Val in a very mean way by writing that whole story about her and this takes us into the next episode that we got to see where um, less than hero less than hero because spit all over well say it don't spray it baby spray. Um, <laughs> um where mr hart reads her paper and it's like hey this is cruel and for mr hart to tell you that, that is something's cruel. cruel and that words well do i hurt. thought we were gonna have a mean girls moment <laughs> like the burn book yeah like the teacher is going to get fired and all these secrets are going to come out. Didn't it seem like it was leading up to that? Yeah. I mean, a, it still could. Actually, this a, is kind of what's happening. Awkward is paralleling Mean Girls. Is, in is, way. um, is Jenna? Jenna's Lindsay Lohan. Is she Lindsay Lohan or is she Regina George? I think she's Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Cause even think about she's, how she's, they, she's look at how catty. she's dressed. Yeah. She's catty, because look at how she's dressed when she's about to go out. Like a slut. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. At 16, I wasn't oh allowed God. to just tell my parents I was leaving the no, house. Well, that's what I was shocked. And dress in hot but shorts But also, like in her defense, because I feel like we should stick up for her at least once, her parents have never had a problem with her going out and doing whatever she wants. She's never and been... And whenever a- they've grounded her, it's always ended, or... So, like... She knows she can get away with it. But she's never been a bad child before either. No. She's always been on the right path. Like, when I was growing up, my parents didn't set a lot of rules or curfews or anything like that for me because they trusted me yep. to be responsible. As soon as I would have, you know, taken advantage of that, they would have laid down the law and then I would have had all these rules and I would have stayed within those parameters. Because well, and my I think parents the difference the is, too, like, if you're a kid in high school and you're doing things that your parents wouldn't be happy about, you don't wave it in their face. Yeah. And that's what she's blatantly doing, like, waving it in her face. Like, yeah, I smoke pot. Like, do what you got to do, but don't tell your parents about it. <laughs> and don't steal their stash. Yeah. While you're at it. Um. So then, um, what else happens? Oh, yeah. Um. So Jenna's talking all this crap about how she wants this paper to still be published, even though Mr. Hart's like, Go home, think about it mm-hmm. before you make up your mind. And she's like, oh, yeah, I want it to be published. I want it this. And then as soon as she walks out, she runs into Val and can't even look her in the eye. Looks her in the eye for like three seconds and then is just like trying to avoid her. Val's like, hey, can we squash all this beef between us because I love you? You're my girl still. Val's such a nice person uh-huh. because Jenna basically said, you're horrible at your job. You're not my friend. You cross many boundaries, which she does. Yeah. But... what I want to read the paper. Well, I think you might get to. Okay. Hear it, at least. Because I bet, I bet she says... Because she's done some illegal, sort of shady things. That's I why mean, I thought she was going to lose her job. I mean, she still could. You know, because in it, you know, Mr. Hart mentioned something about, you know, oh, she had you touch her boob. And Jenna's like, yeah, she thought she had a lump. And she listed... 
her as their emergency contact number and, you know, just all these things. But it also kind of goes along with the ground of Val being friends with her mom. Mm -hmm. Even though that friendship didn't develop till later at my school, my parents had friends who were teachers, the principal, everyone. So if I got called in the office, sometimes, yeah, it was more of a, I was taught to be more in the lines than other people, you know, because they knew my parents. I had yeah. A different kind of relationship with these people than they could have with normal students. But Jenna is just mad and she's an angry teen right now. So, um, Lacey, um, and Val decided to stage an intervention for Jenna, which <laughs> my, I love that Sadie is at the intervention. Why because, is Sadie at the intervention? Because Lacey said, well, she doesn't have any other friends <laughs> and Sadie's the only peer that will be there. And the the intervention is so funny because they they both panic as soon as um, Lacey and Bella, as soon as Jenna walks in the room, are like on the defense, like, oh, we didn't really want to do this. And then Sadie's just a bitch. And then her new stepmother. Also. Aunt Allie. Auntie Allie. Auntie Allie. Yeah, she's there. Um, I love that Sadie um, drops out her Twitter handle at your harsh truth. <laughs> she's is like, that a real Twitter? I don't know. We should try and I'm find gonna it. I'm going to look right now. You look it up. Um, Jenna then... You know, basically calls them all hypocrites because they all have their own problems, too, and tells them to go F off. Um, and then she decides, you know, because she's angry with everyone in the world, that she's going to go out because she can't stand to be in the house anymore. She's, so she tells Colin to come pick her up for this party, um, which is when she gets into this huge argument with her parents. Um, <clears throat> sorry. And <laughs> it basically ends with Lacey telling her, if you leave... Don't bother coming back. And for me, that was like the realest moment of Lacey's motherhood that we've seen throughout the three years of Awkward. Yes, I agree. Um, Your Harsh Truth is a Twitter. There are no <laughs> tweets, but it does say Sadie Saxton and it has 1,600 followers. Oh, wow. And she hasn't tweeted anything? No, nothing. <laughs> Can I get some of those followers? I <laughs> <laughs> At least I tweet. Right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so Jenna goes off to this party where there is Angelique, Colin's ex I did not expect her to be there at all. I didn't either. But, okay, from this party, obviously they took ecstasy and began to have a threesome. Do you think that Angelique and Colin had that open of a relationship in the past? Now that I'm learning a new side of Colin, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Because, yeah, I didn't know... We didn't know any of this about Colin. Yeah. Um, But it's really funny, the threesome scene. <laughs> because Jenna's like that... I don't know, not typical, but she's the paranoid person right now because she didn't want to do the ecstasy. So then her mind is fighting yeah. the um all the reactions that you have to it. Whereas Colin and Angelique are just Well, like, she didn't do the ecstasy on purpose. Yeah. Because she, she turned it down. Um, and, and then, then she went in the bathroom and Angelique followed her in her and they took shots. And then she's was, like, oh, I feel bad. There's ecstasy in your shot. Yeah. So she's fighting it because she didn't want to do it. So now she's paranoid, which means the effects aren't going to be the same. And so Colin and Angelique are all touching, you know, glass thinking it's the best thing ever because sometimes it is. If you've ever done that before, I <sighs> wouldn't know, um, at all, but, um, <laughs> so they're getting freaky deaky and Angelique's making out with this old man with yeah, that mustache that was so that was weird so gross and then this threesome situation kind of unravels <laughs> unravels things get a little too intense so jenna's like nope sorry i gotta go and colin's just like 
all right, bye. And then starts making out with Angelique. They just start going at it. I, in that moment, was like, oh, come on, Colin. But at the same time, he's so drunk and on ecstasy. I'm always going to really, defend Colin. You can't really blame him at that point. Yeah. But also you can't. Also, he's in the middle of a threesome and then she walks away. And also they've never DTR'd. So technically he's not doing anything yeah. wrong at this point because you're not exclusive. Well, and did she drive there with him or did yeah, she? Yeah, Jenna doesn't drive. Oh, oh that's she, true. She always has someone come get her. Hence why she needs to ride home. Can't call her mom. Can't call her dad. Can't call any of her friends. Do you know who I thought was going to show up? Sadie. No, I always knew it was going to be Maddie. It's like, of course she's going to call Maddie because Maddie is the nicest guy I think Maddie's a great guy. But also kind of, I wish she would have more balls because I would be like, you're at a party with your new boyfriend who you cheated on me with? Tough shit. Like, not my problem. No, because I liked what he said to Sadie earlier that... Because she even says, you know, she broke your heart and embarrassed you in front of all these people. And he says, but I know somewhere deep down in there is still my friend. So even regardless of her actions, he still knows that clearly she's going through some things. So he's not really holding it against him. And he's moving on with his life, too, because he does I mean, have yeah, Devin. I am happy that he's moving on with Devin. I just think that she's a user. Jen is a user. Yeah. Don't you think? A drug user, <laughs> a friend user, but I think a ex-boyfriend user. And I think she's totally using him. And she'll go to him when she's having a breakdown. And you don't get to do that anymore because you're not dating him. And it's almost, un- if I was his new girlfriend, I would, I'd be pissed off about it. I don't know. Kind of like Devin said in an early, earlier episode, it's kind of cute that he still cares because that means he's a good guy because at the end of the day whether your relationship works or not i think at the end everyone wants to believe that you can still be friends afterwards and maddie's actually trying to be yeah the good person and the but friend i think how many times like he's given her so many opportunities and she like she's such a bitch to him until it's like end of the road but it looks like next week you know maybe this did work a little bit to finally get her to start snapping out of it See, I think she's gonna. Well, well, we'll, let's we'll not, get that in prediction. Yeah, let's talk about Jake and Tamara for a little bit because things okay. have been kind of rocky for them ever since he found out that she knew about Jenna Skink. And I think things are gonna. I think there's so much going on in their friend's life right now that they're not focusing on that there's actually a problem in between them. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue with this whole drama is that Tamara has been the same person since her and Jake got together. Oh, yeah. And he's having this, like, you're a control freak breakdown. Well, that's who she is. You've been together for how long and you're just now getting upset about that? Like, yeah. if you're okay with that in the beginning, you can't expect her to change a year down the road. Now, this is the relationship that I agree with that statement about. Because Tamara has always been this yeah. controlling, just like you said. So this one I agree with you Good. on. I'm glad it's we ab- can about agree. Time. <laughs> about time Jason said something right. Morally and just More. <laughs> in I'm just life. honest. <laughs> You're just wrong. Um, <laughs> Doubtful. Um, so, yeah, I totally get it. I mean, he has this campaign. He's he's Jake Rosati. He doesn't have to campaign to win for class president. He's and just she's putting, super cool yeah. and just always wins because it's a popularity well, he contest. he said to her, like, I didn't ask you to do all this. She's doing it because she's trying to be nice and helpful. And, yes, I'm sure there's part of it that she wants to have the girl who has her boyfriend running for president mm-hmm. be the popular girl. But she's doing this nice thing, and I I think he's kind of being a jackass. He is. I mean, I knew a lot of guys in high school who would 
beg girls to make the campaign posters for them because we're just better at it. I mean, I didn't have a room full of arts and crafts like Tamara does and puffy paint, but you know, when it comes down to making a good poster, I can, I can get creative and make something pretty. That's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know in case you ever run for president, right? Yeah. Jason Eichler, 2022. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if that's an election year. I think year. it might not be. I, I don't, don't really think know. it is. I think it would be 2024. Um, <laughs> anyways, so they're at this crossroads. Tomorrow decides that she's running for a class president against Jake. I kind of so love that, though. I kind of love it, and I kind of think she might win, which would make him even more mad. Or if he wins, I think it's going to really upset her. I think this is going to be the thing that breaks them up. Mm-hmm. And then, should we get into predictions? We'll have news and gossip before Let's, we do that. Okay. Or do you want to do predictions Let's do first? predictions first. Phil, we're going to predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So I think that the election will break Tamara and him up. And then that will be when her and Jenna finally become friends again because they're both all alone and then they're finally like, all we have is each other. Okay. Well, I think the next episode we see that Jenna's kind of trying to make an amends for her wrongdoings. But then this article about Val gets released. And so I like where you were going with because that's Mm -hmm. what I was thinking too, that what Jenna wrote in there is a lot of truths. Yeah. So... It might not look so good for Val when it comes down to things. So she might get fired or suspended or something. And then that's going to make more drama for Jenna and Lacey because Lacey and Val are friends. Yeah. Will Jenna go inside her house because her parents said don't come back? And then Maddie drops her off and leaves her in front of her house. So I also think that her parents should get that back door padlocked. Because Jenna is supposed to be grounded and all these things. But she still has boys coming in and out. Like Literally. Um, she could be running a service out there and her parents would have no idea. So, well, then that she's suspended, she needs a way to make money. Yeah. Well, they need to get some chains and some padlocks and lock that, lock that sucker up. No clothes for business. No more sluttiness from Jenna. So those are (laughs) predictions. Um, let's talk about a little news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Um, so Ashley Rickards, who, um, plays Jenna did a interview with therap.com and she answers a couple questions. Um, it's, it's pretty good. You guys should check it out. It's, um, therap.com, um, talks with Jenna. Um, she said, she talks about, that's what the article is called. Really clever. I know. Um, they ask her how Jenna handles her first meeting with Maddie's new girl. And she tells a story about her first meeting with the girl who plays Maddie's girlfriend, Devin. She says, I'll answer that with a story. I met her in the makeup trailer and thought, damn, she's pretty. I hate her. And then when I ne- I ended up talking to her, she was so nice. So when I did this scene, I ended up drawing on that. I'm very territorial with the boys. They're like my brothers. And I feel a little weird bringing another girl into the mix. She's gorgeous. She's hilarious. So, of course, I was a little jealous. It's very similar to the scene in which Jenna meets Devin for the first time. I love how honest she is with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really like other girls. <laughs> yeah. You know, she was pretty. So I just labeled her as, oh, I'm not going to like her. That's kind of that's kind of fun. Everyone does that. And then um, she talks about how they have the new showrunners in and how um, 
you know, they met for dinner in the last like five hours and that they're kind of letting her be, letting her know a little bit more about where things are going with the storyline as opposed to in the past how things have worked. So that's kind of fun. It's kind of a fun read. Um, and then good news, season four of Awkward, which hasn't even started production yet, by the way, has already been picked up for the, um, 10 more episodes. So season four will have 20 episodes total. I'm oh, wow. assuming they'll do it how they did it this season with half in the summer and then half coming back. Well, in the they fall. do it like most TV shows, except for they start their new season in January as opposed to August. June. June. Oh, wait. They're starting it in June? Yeah. Oh, June. And then we take it. It's weird. Yeah. They're weird timing. Yeah. You're completely I off. I thought we came back in January. No, we're done in we're December gonna, oh and then we're off until... Well, they haven't announced the new date, but last this season started in... June, June or July oh, wow. of this, this year. year. So, yeah, there, it's usually a summer show and then it's off for Interesting. a few and then back in the fall. So that is your news and gossip. Um, let us know what you guys think about the show. Is Jenna a good girl or a bad girl? Are you team Colin or team Maddie? Um, and what Colin. else? <laughs> Colin, Maddie. Um, <laughs> Jason, where can they find you on social media? You can media? find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jason Eichler. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson, and you can find AfterBuzz all over the internet at AfterBuzz TV. Christina, we still miss you, and I hope that your ecstasy problem gets under control. Praying See, for Christina. Praying for hashtag praying for Christina. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 